Hey icons, it's Jen Spiegel, mama four, serial entrepreneur, and your business and lifestyle BFF. I'm here to build a community of like-minded women who are willing to dust themselves off time and time again. We stand tall and brave and courageous in our journeys, and we really become focused and committed to showing and shining a light on our God-given gifts. Let's be iconic together. Hey icons, I come to you today with a delicious conversation that I think is necessary and probably one that needs to continue. So if you want to hit me up in the DMs and continue this conversation, if this is something you're currently working through, I welcome that conversation. I love that type of connection and I love deep, meaningful conversation and chats amongst this community. So if you feel the pull, the draw to reach out and sink into this, sign me up. I'm here for it. So I want to open this up with vulnerability, realness, and really always coming to you with truths. I think one of the biggest gifts I can give you through leadership is realizing that I have been through some difficult times myself and I've worked through those things and what were the lessons and what have I applied in my life as a result of those lessons. So maybe you can either A, avoid them altogether or B, not feel alone if you're working through something similar yourself. And so today I wanted to talk about what it feels like and what the experience can be like when your spouse or significant other doesn't support you. This is a a touchy one, isn't it? It can be tender. It can feel raw. It can feel confrontational. There's a lot of emotions that can come up to the surface when we feel like the person, our partner in life, isn't supporting our dreams and our goals. I think this is more common than not for female entrepreneurs, sadly, but I do think as female entrepreneurs, as women, as partners and spouses ourselves, we can do a better job of creating flow and creating understanding. And I come to you today through experience. My first marriage, I started my first business and I did that business truthfully for my family. It was a lot less to do with me and a lot to do with creating memory making moments. It is to this day, my why and biggest desire in life is to create memory making moments with my family, to do the things that we want to do when we want to do them and to really soak up and also squeeze out all of life that we possibly can. And so when I started that business, I was really stunned by the reaction of my first husband. I remember not consulting him on that decision because I was worried he wouldn't support it. And also I felt so strongly that I needed to show him this was gonna work, that I was serious and I could really do something to serve the family because at the time I wasn't working at all. I was home with the kids and I completely lost myself. That's another podcast for another day. But I had completely lost who I was through that experience. I loved being home with my kids. It makes me emotional to this day. It was one of the best gifts my ex-husband ever gave me was that time to be with them. And I don't have any regrets in terms of being home with my kids since day one with all four. What I'll tell you though is In building businesses, there were times where I had to sacrifice my time with those kids and my family. And I do want to dig into that a little deeper in another episode, but I just wanted to sort of cast that vision of being real that I knew this was really important for me as a mom, as a woman, to feel like I was contributing to the household. I felt so stuck 
just being home. And yes, that job of raising kids is so big and beautiful and full. But as a woman, I always had this tug for more. And I always wanted to show my kids what I was capable of. And so I jumped into this opportunity. When I announced what I was doing, his reaction was what I sort of in my belly knew was going to be his reaction, but it was even worse. I was faced with someone who said, don't tell anybody what you're doing. He was completely mortified and embarrassed by the fact that I was doing a network marketing business. And he really didn't do anything to encourage support or cheer me on to success. Now, at the time, I'm really grateful for the human I am because that added fuel to my fire. It literally in my head, I remember when he was saying all this to me, I thought, I'll show you. You don't support me. I will show you what I'm capable of. I will show you that what I believe this can bring to our family is actually going to happen. I'll show you. It didn't add water to my fire. It didn't dim my desire and dream and aspiration to succeed. I know for many women, that is the reality of what happens. It's like someone just dumped a whole pail of water onto your fire and it's smoldering. And a lot of women quit before they even start because of the lack of support and the resistance that comes up when we announce what's something we want to try or, you know, a goal, an opportunity we want to seize. And so I'm grateful that I was built with that little bit of rebellion (laughs) in me to go, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to show you. If in fact you are sitting here listening to to this today and you are feeling like, oh my gosh, I wish I had that. I wish it was kerosene for me and not water. That's a choice. That is a choice. You chose to allow that water to hit your fire. You could have moved out of the way. You can move out of the way. But I want to dig into why I feel he was unsupportive and in general, why our spouses and partners can be unsupportive. Now, this is very broad, stereotypical, and it's not necessarily the truth for every circumstance, but I do believe that there's a commonality between all of it. And so hear me out. I ended up proving him wrong and becoming uber successful at that business. I worked hard. Now, I need to own also some responsibility in the fact that I worked hard and definitely sacrificed that relationship in order to succeed goals. Now, that wasn't what crumbled the relationship, but I do believe it was a piece of it. I have to own responsibility in the failure of that marriage. There's there's portions of that that were my responsibility. And because I didn't have his support and because our marriage wasn't solid to begin with, it definitely didn't help. Okay. But I knew I had to do this. I knew I had to do this for my kids. I knew I wanted to experience things with them that only I would be able to experience with time and finances. And this opportunity provided both. So I dove in. Once I became successful, the support definitely came around. And so I want to mention that to anybody who's in the midst of feeling unsupported. If you have not had success yet, I want to let you know that if you decide to dive in the deep end and to love him through this and talk him through this and work through this on the other side, when you have success, generally they come around. A lot of times the unsupport, we need to kind of look in the mirror and go, am I getting a lack of support because A, I am not following through on the things I said I was going to do. B, he's not seeing me passionate, working hard, doing the hours, really digging into learning how to do this business well. Or C, I am simply just 
you know, doing a hobby and spending family money and not really treating this like a business. Those things can create a lack of support and that's your responsibility. Okay. That's not his responsibility. In some ways, I almost see that, that lack of support justified because if you are spending family money and hobbying your business and not getting clients or not growing a team or whatever it is that you need to do to start receiving revenue, it's hard to support that, especially when it comes to a little less time with you, a little less of your attention. Because that all of us as human beings, all of us, we share this, no matter male, female, or other, we all share this, that we want to feel significant, seen, heard, understood, and cared for. We know this. And so if our attention has been moved from, you know, the things that we used to do, like sit on the couch and watch a show, or, you know, you're on your phone a little more, or you're talking about your business over and over again, and he's feeling a little bit less significant to you, a little bit of insecurity starts to rise to the surface. Why, why am I not good enough? Why isn't the life we created good enough? Why do you need to do something else? Am I not providing enough? Am I not bringing in enough money and support to create the family and the life that we've dreamt about? And this is happening internally for your spouse and partner, friends. Hey, icons, just a little short break here because I just wanted to remind you to keep going back to the jenspiegel.com website, J-E-N-S-Z or Z-P-I-G-I-E-L.com. I'm continuing to add value in the blog, in the different ways of working with me. I I will always keep expanding and growing that full of value. However, I have these like really amazing baby offers and freebies that are there for you to take and utilize and grow with. The first one, of course, being that 14 day launch strategy that's helped network marketers, e-commerce, coaches, creatives. It really doesn't matter what online business you have. It has made the world of difference. And I can't wait to really show you as many testimonials as I possibly can because they are flooding in right now with massive success because they had the guidance and the know-it-all for really creating the promotion around a launch. So that is there for you. It's free, but I'm adding something else in. It's a little baby offer, if we can call it that. It's only $5. And the only reason I'm charging $5 is because I believe that adds some accountability for you to download and actually use it. It's my very first meditation. This meditation is about greeting and meeting and sitting with that highest version of yourself, who you are becoming, envisioning her, feeling her, really sitting in the joy and the energy of what you are gravitating your life towards. Once you have a moment with the highest version of yourself, you wake up every single day striving to become her, knowing that that is what your future has in store for you. And when you can solidify that in your soul, it gives you so much meaning for what you're doing every single day. So head over to the jenspiegel.com website, download that, sit with me, whether it's daily or at least once a week, and that allow your body and your imagination and your breath to bring you forward to who you are becoming. As friends, let's face it, you're becoming iconic. You see, my ex-husband, we sat down at a table in Vegas. It was a beautiful restaurant. And we were out just the two of us. And it was one of the first times I saw him emotional. And he said to me, thank you. And I remember going, okay, 
what, what's happening? Like, thank you for what? I'm like, I'm paying for dinner. <laughs> like what's happening? And he said, thank you so much for pursuing this because I was the only one making money in our household when you were home with those kids. And I lost a lot of sleep and I had a lot of worry of what ifs, what if something happened to my job? What if something happened to the economy? It felt like a lot of pressure. The really interesting piece to this is number one, I honestly thought he liked that. I thought he liked being the provider and, you know, working hard and you know, having a nice house and caring for us financially. It never occurred to me that that would be stressful for him. And I also realized I wasn't in tune with his feelings and emotions because this had obviously been going on for a long time. And so that was our first sort of come together or connection with the business I had started that he really was embarrassed about, didn't support, didn't cheer me on, didn't even want to talk about it, didn't want me telling people about it. And now we were sitting across the table and he was thanking me. And it made me realize as well that sometimes we just have to show them and they don't even know yet what's possible. We don't know yet what's possible. We have a dream, we have a vision, but we don't fully understand it yet because it's a new idea or a new opportunity, or you're launching this business and designing the website and doing all the things in hopes of it becoming uber successful. And so that was a very gentle, very humbling conversation that we had. And, you know, going forward, he was a huge supporter. We were traveling the world and I was making multiple six figures and, you know, it was a really great lifestyle. Unfortunately, our marriage didn't last, but he taught me a lot of lessons through that as well. So that was my experience, my chapter in my life of having no support. And then I've moved into a chapter of having incredible, gracious support. You know, that was important to me in a new relationship with my new husband, that I was not going to be held back, that I found someone who was really okay with me spreading my wings and trying new things. And I just didn't want to feel held back by anybody. And so making the decision to get in this relationship, that was one of the key indicators as to whether this was going to work or not for me. And I am married to someone who is very much the background supporter who has stayed home with the kids for the first six years we had children and cared for them and made dinner and did the things around the house so I could continue to grow businesses. He has cheered me on and never doubted a decision. He's never said no to an idea. And that was earned, my friends. But I also know I appreciate it so much more because I had the opposite. And I'm grateful now for that experience because it has really been a beautiful way of me honoring my husband is to say, I, but I know what it feels like to not. And so now that I have this, I cherish it. I'm so grateful for it. I've seen both sides of the equation. I've been through both sides of the equation. And I want to help you, those of you who are in a marriage, and I am pro-marriage, okay? I'm not pro-divorce. So I am very pro-marriage and, and working things through if you can and doing everything humanly possible to create that home and keeping that home together. But I want to just assume right now that you're in a marriage, you want to keep it, you're with your life partner, but he's not supporting this new business idea. And what could you do to help generate some support or just that feeling of mutual agreement. And so here's what I would suggest. And I'm literally going to give you a list. Okay. Number one, when you are sharing a new opportunity, a business idea, you are ready to start a business on your own and become an entrepreneur. It's so important 
that you share the why. Why are you wanting to open your own business? Why are you wanting to start something online? Why do you want to start the business? Why do you want to become a coach? Why do you want to become a creative? What is it that's calling you to do this and casting a vision for your spouse and partner? Number one, allow them to see, taste, somewhat experience that vision that you have. Number two, if once you do that, they don't support you, it's your job to support you. It is not anybody else's job to push you, to motivate you, to inspire you, for you to see this through. It's your job. So also in that is taking the responsibility off his or her shoulders and flipping the mirror around and looking in it and going, regardless if I get support or I don't, It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's up to me. I didn't have support. I supported myself. I made it successful. I've had support, but I had to support myself to make it successful. This is a really important thing to grasp and realize. Number three, show them. Show them. Get in the arena, get your knees dirty, your elbows scuffed, do the things you have to do to work hard, focus in and concentrate and make this work. Sometimes it's just the evidence they need to see. Sometimes it's just the, okay, but what's this going to cost us? You know, you've done something like this before and you didn't do it. So, ah, they're a little nervous. They're a little gun shy and fair. Let's take that responsibility. Let's own it. Fair. We haven't followed through in the past. They've heard us say we're going on a diet and we didn't stay on the diet for more than three days. They've seen us cancel on ourselves and quit on the promises we've made in the past. So sometimes they just need to see the evidence of discipline and focus over a long period of time to go, okay, she's serious. She's serious about this. This is not a little hobby. This is really something she's passionate about and wants to see through. And that can generate some more support. Number four, decide on a schedule and get so strict on that routine and schedule and do it together. Allow him or her to help you make that schedule. You know, with my husband, I work Saturday mornings. He loves F1. Like that's his thing. He loves Formula One. And oftentimes on Saturday mornings, there's something on TV he can experience and watch. And he's created this routine with the kids where he makes popcorn. Don't judge, but he makes popcorn on Saturday mornings. They sit down and they actually get to experience this sport with their dad. And it's actually become a really cool tradition routine that he has with the kids to give me the space to go and work. But I also need to follow through on my end of the bargain and stop when I said I would stop. That discipline and schedule was the best thing, the best lesson of coming out of a relationship with someone who didn't support me, (laughs) moving into a relationship with someone who does. That I needed to honor our family. I needed to always put them first. And I needed to have a decision made together on what that schedule looks like. What is he willing to compromise for me and vice versa? 
if there was something on Saturday morning, he had to leave the house to go, maybe he was playing a sport and it was Saturday mornings were practice. Well, I'm not going to suggest he doesn't do that sport anymore so I can work. Instead, it would be, okay, go do your practice, go do your thing. And then when you get home on Saturday, maybe I could have a few hours in my office. We can you know, switch it out and then come together as a family and have dinner Saturday night. You make those adjustments, those tweaks, those compromises so everybody feels heard, understood, loved, and significant. I didn't have a schedule with my first business. I would work whenever I possibly could because I had this hustle mentality. It was just grind, 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 build, build, build. And it served me. But when I look back, my hindsight, I realize how unfair it was to my first husband and my family, my kids, because they didn't know whether it was coming or going. There was times he'd walk in the door from work and be like, I'm out of here. I got to run. And he would just be like, okay, because we never sat down as a family to decide what evenings worked, what days worked, when did, you know, we want to have family time, when were the sports and so on. I just, in some ways was very selfish about the expectation that you just need to support me in this. I'm out. (laughs) I learned a lesson. Wasn't fair. I take responsibility in that. It wasn't fair. It's only what I knew in that moment, but now I know better. And now I know when I say yes and when I cannot say yes, because I have a non-negotiable in my calendar that could be just simply, that's my date night with my husband. It could be that that is a time I have with my child every single day between four and six. And so, no, I'm not taking calls between four and six. And when you get disciplined in that and you actually put your phone down and you honor where you're at. So when you work, work hard. When you're with your family, you know, love them hard. And when you create those boundaries and you can shift from one thing to another and really alleviate any guilt of when you're working, you're like, oh, I should be with my kids. Or when I'm with your kids, oh, I should be working. Get rid of that. Just do the thing in that moment that you've scheduled really, really well. And you will get support. They will feel like they have your attention. They will feel loved. They will feel the synchronicity of this great, incredible business you're building alongside of the importance of being an exceptional wife and an exceptional mom. These are important things for building support. And I want to close with this. It was one of the biggest lessons as well I learned and really important. I had hired Michael Pinball Clemens. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He is one of the most spectacular human beings I've ever come in contact with. And he's a good man. And I hired him as a keynote speaker. I was doing a leadership retreat. And he came in and I remember he was standing on a chair to get the attention of the audience. And the audience, I would say, was 99.9% women. There was a couple of guys sprinkled in, but most were women. And he had asked, does anybody have any questions? And someone raised their hand. Makes me a little emotional because I remember being that woman. And she said, I don't know what to do. I really want to build my business. I really want to succeed. I know I can, but my husband doesn't support me. He laughs at me. He says, don't even talk to me about it. He can be even rude. If I say anything, he snarks or laughs to himself. And it feels so hurtful. It feels so impossible to grow my business when someone can't even stand a little bit of my dream. And I remember that the room being really quiet. And then some other women started to slowly raise their hands. And they said, yeah, I'm, I have the same. And these women started to slowly raise their hands. And one of them said, 
oh my goodness, this sounds like my marriage. And someone over on the other side said, this is just like my house. I, I, I don't know what to do. And one by one, these women spoke up about feeling so unsupported, so stuck, wanting to grow this business, wanting to pour themselves in, not wanting to sacrifice their family for it, just simply wanting to do a goal that was placed on their heart to feel like an individual as well as a mom and a spouse. And I felt for them because I had, I had walked in those shoes. It, it wasn't easy. And I recognized that I had that rebellion in me that allowed that to be kerosene, to be like, I'll show you. Don't you tell me I can't do something. I mean, that's, that's such a gift. But then realized so many women, it's not kerosene. It's, it's a bucket of water poured over their fire. And it's smoldering. And they don't like the feeling. And they're feeling like they have to choose between their family and a marriage and, and being a mom or doing something that feels right for them as an individual. And I just thought, why do we feel this way? Why are we feeling like we have to choose? We don't have to choose. We can have it all. It's better communication. It's more discussion around vision and why and purpose and so much mirror work to realize it's not their responsibility to be our cheerleaders. It's our responsibility to support these dreams and goals that are ours and ours alone. Yes, it may be because we want to serve our family. Yes, it's because we want to be home with our kids. Yes, it's because we want more time. We want more finances. Yes, it's to serve others, but it is our individual, our own unique dream. And so Pinball Clemens, he, he stood up and he, he said something so powerful. I don't know. I, I hope this, this resonates with you and like hits you the way it did me, but it was the most eloquent way of describing how to overcome this. And he said, ladies, this is not about accepting someone's lack of support. This is not about having to accept the way he sees things or what he thinks is right for you, but you do have to respect it. Whoa. So I don't have to accept my spouse or partner's lack of support. I don't have to accept that my dream can't be a reality because he doesn't or she doesn't agree. I don't have to accept that. But I do, because I'm in relationship, have to respect it to ask questions. Why? Why are you feeling threatened by this? Why are you feeling like this isn't going to work? Why are you trying to discourage me from this? What is the fear? What is it that's making you feel this way towards this goal, business, dream, and vision? Then remembering when he responds to you, well, you know, I don't think it's going to work or I heard or, you know, I don't want you spending any of the money or whatever conversation arises from asking those questions. Again, you don't have to accept the response, but you respect the response. Be curious, be gentle, be kind, be loving women. That's who we are. We are those things, those characteristics of love and empathy and grace and loyalty that's been given to us. And so now it's our responsibility to pour that out without accepting the negativity, the no, you can't, the no, you shouldn't, because it's now the responsibility of showing how you can do this without compromising your family, 
without compromising your marriage, without compromising your kids, and without compromising your health. Instead, it's about opening yourself up to the abundance, the infinite possibilities. It's only in our humanness that we close ourselves and feel like we don't have enough time, or I don't have enough energy, or I don't have enough resources. That's not the truth. And so give them a good show. Do it. Even if it means you take small, baby, tiny, incremental steps to begin with because you just want to keep the waters calm. Just make those small, tiny steps. They add up over time. Talk, talk, and talk some more. And remember, you don't have to accept someone's lack of support. Just respect it. Know that it's coming from a place of fear. Know it's coming from a place of, am I not good enough? Is what we have as a family not good enough? Why are you wanting more? What does that mean? Are you unhappy? These are fears. These are emotions that are going to be stirred. And it's your job now just to calm those waters back down by allowing them to know nothing's changing. It's growing. It's expanding. And here's all the beautiful things we have to look forward to. I encourage you to work through the hard. I encourage you to ask the hard questions. And I encourage you to make the choice because it's your choice for any lack of support from anybody to be the kerosene on your fire and not water. You choose that. Get hungry, get gritty, get good, and provide all those beautiful things that are up here in your mind and in your heart for your family. You deserve that. They deserve that. And now you know better. So you can go get that. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you know how deeply grateful I am for the time and space you give to the Becoming Iconic podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to show up here twice a week and pour into you. And thank you for those five-star reviews that you've been giving and those beautiful compliments. It means so much. And the time you spend to do that is just the most beautiful way to give back. The other thing I want to challenge us to as a community is to share more. It's so simple to copy this link into a text to a friend who you think would benefit from what you just listened to or share it into your stories. Make sure to tag me, by the way, because I love resharing and allowing your network to maybe discover something that they wouldn't have if it weren't for you. And just a gentle reminder that jenspiegel.com, that website was designed for you, for you in mind and what you need in your life and business, the blog, the resources, the different ways of working together. They all sit there and they're available to you. So I challenge you to go over there and make it a habit of checking out what's new and exciting. At the end of the day, I just want you to know I love this community. I appreciate being able to show up for you and I just want you to make it a great day.